Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. Ew. And this is not just the Balcony Chatter Podcast. This is the podcast of the no-loss-at-home Boston Celtics and Boston Bruins in November. Yeah, yeah. number one in the that's, league. That's each. pretty insane, if you think about it. Like one, it's It's pretty insane for one team to do it, but for both teams... To not lose a single game at home in the entire month of November to me is pretty insane. Look, I'll take first place uh, in with, basketball with all the losses at home. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Oh, Olive's getting involved. Guys, I'm watching a dog named Olive today. She she may have some takes. We all just gonna listen and respect everyone. You know, all take all takes are welcome here on Balcony Chatter. Respect the oh, yeah. takes. It feels like extra spoiling. I'm worried. I I get that. I definitely understand being like concerned about. It's always it's especially with it. I mean, I keep saying that it's early in the season, but we're getting to a point where we can't say that anymore. But it's like, you know, you always have that thing at the beginning where are we peaking too early? Is this kind of just like we're riding a wave and eventually we're going to slow down? What is the deal? And it just feels like it doesn't feel like either of these teams are slowing down anytime soon. I mean, and they're both beating good teams as well. Like that was my biggest concern at the beginning was I want to see both teams really put the hurt on some actual good teams. And like we're playing them and we're beating them, but we're doing it pretty convincingly. Uh, The Bruins, not as much as the Celtics with Tatum dropping almost 50 the other day. But I mean, it's, it's just so impressive that they're still both, at the top of the leagues and winning and it's just you know it's i don't know it's definitely like you said it it feels like we're being spoiled a little bit and is it too early to tell what's going to happen I, I don't know i've been able to take a three game losing cheek losing streak on the chin uh will i have a meltdown this year on a back to back loss like who knows like i'm worried i'm a little worried about how well it's going it could I- go it could go this good, but with like some bad, right? It's just it's it's very concerning. Robert Williams is scrimmaging again. What what, what am I going to expect? <laughs> You're going to expect a championship at this point with the team I'm playing the way ex- they are and bringing back a guy like that. I mean, you're gonna expect a championship. I'm gonna start getting mad at the idea of double digit losses. Exactly, it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Well, we is that need to be the one seed? Is that what you're worried about? Is that you're worried that like the losses are going to be way more important to you because you're like, what are we doing? We just lost two games in a row. Like, this is un- yeah, uncalled if there's, for. If there's, yeah. yeah. I want, I, not any individual loss will do that. But any form of a streak, I'm worried will we'll test my my mental stability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty that's – pretty, uh, and both sides, both sides of the coin too. Bruins right. too. Yeah, just any like we haven't had, you know, knock on every piece of wood, including my dumb skull. Uh, we haven't had back to back losses for either of these teams. Well, and that's just point. that. That's the thing Weird. too. Where this was the stretch of the season where I was the most concerned. Like, yeah, of course we're gonna play good teams throughout the year, but the stretch that the Bruins have right now, it's like it's. It was Florida and Tampa and Tampa again and Colorado and Vegas and, you know, all these really good teams coming up. And, of course, we still have a couple of those to play. We still have Colorado twice. We still have Vegas twice. But, you know, these are the games that I'm most concerned about, the the longest stretch of really good games. 
it's not usually this this jammed together where we're playing like teams that are at the top of the league or should be or are like somewhat favorites to win it all. Um, so this is where I really think that if they can pull it together and at least win like 90% of these these games that they have, it's going to really prove that they're the real deal, which we all seem to think that they are. Um, and same goes with the Celtics, but they seem to be doing, they seem to be winning. I don't want to say in more convincing fashion because there's so many games where the Bruins were like five goals is the normal. And, and now the Celtics are going when they're winning by what, 20, 30, like, or whatever they're, they're really putting the hurt on teams too. And it's impressive. Yeah. It's awesome. I wish we hurt Florida more, but we'll get there. I mean, that's really all we have to say about it is that it's impressive. It's like there's not really many things that you can look at and be like, you know, for me, the thing with the Bruins is like stay out of the box. What would you say the thing with the Celtics is that's similar to that? Like, What's your gripe with their situation? Foul trouble, for sure. I mean, same uh, thing, right? Check, stay, stay out of the ref, stay off the officials. You know, <laughs> yeah, correct. And, I, and I, it goes beyond my least favorite Celtic. Also, goes. Yeah, now she's got the squeak toy. This is going well. Um, <laughs> at least you're. Oh, don't growl at me when I try to steal it. I don't like it. There. All right, she's under a blanket now. Um. I gave her dog riddle in, and before anyone gets upset about that, they're organic calming bites. But there's nothing calm that I've seen strike since I gave her two of them. So kind of a ripoff. I'll let her owner know. Um, I, yeah, it's the technicals. It's uh, just not – I don't know, man. I haven't seen a screw up. Let's see how it goes with uh, Robert. I mean, it's just – it's wild. Anyone can step up and play. Yeah, and that's the problem, too. Richard doesn't even get minutes on this team, and every time he does, he looks fantastic. We've said that, too, before, where we were like, you know, there's not a lot of bad things that we can be saying because they each only have a handful or less losses. So it's like, what what could we possibly say that is negative about these teams? But I do like to, you know, admit when there are things that can be improved on. And and for me, like, that's what I mean. It, It has to do with staying out of the box and same thing with the Celtics, like foul issues and stuff like that. So, I mean, they've definitely improved on that. It seems like, I mean, they're not complaining as much, especially Tatum. Like he's just kind of playing. He's not, he's not constantly looking for calls. It seems like, Um, you know, we've, we kind of flipped like last year, I think offensively we were like top, five top 10 and then defensively we're number one and this year we're number one offensively in top five top 10 in defense like obviously our defense can get better and i'd see that it is we weren't good at defense until uh we weren't good at defense until december last year and even then it didn't exactly turn around right away you know it's funny that you say that because montgomery was talking about the bruins and the celtics and he was like it's kind of it's it's very identical to each other it's similar it's like we both kind of let go of the defensive side of the not let go of it, but took a little effort away from the defensive side of the ball and of the puck. And it's like, and we both went offensive heavy to try to sort of outscore these teams or whatever. And it seems to be working for both teams like a lot. Uh, clearly, I mean, you don't win this many games without it it working. 
And exactly. to be fair, the Bruins have gotten lucky in a few games where, and I shouldn't even say lucky. It's like that game against Pittsburgh where they came back and won in overtime. They earned that. Like they, yes, they went down by five goals and they came back and won six five, I believe it was. But I mean, they dug out of that hole. They didn't give up. So it's not really luck. I mean, some of them, uh, I think that they just earned it. I don't think you can call that luck. Yeah. No, that's earning it. That's you. You lose. You go down. Like these things happen. Like, yeah. You know. But no, they. But you don't give up. Hockey games aren't pretty. Right. You know. Like no matter what. Like especially with power play trouble, which is was a lot of it. And so. Yeah. That's That's just absurd to say that that's luck. It's not luck, man. You busted right. ass in a hole. Those are. Those are more impressive wins than just going out and tuning a team up for sure because it shows that it's like you you can't really count them out and they're they not going to give they up. don't count themselves right out and that's the ever. biggest thing that's what i'm seeing yeah the bruins do not count themselves out ever yeah also another knock on woodpiece currently undefeated every time we have the first goal of the game oh i i actually didn't know i don't think i knew that yes because we won last game and that's when i saw the nesson fun little fact They've been doing pretty we good. Were at twelve zero and zero. So now thirteen zero and zero. I'm glad you bring up Nesson, um, because I want to ask you your thoughts on the Jack Edwards thing. What is that? You don't know. I guess I'm you you didn't know. hear about. So basically, out of nowhere, I get to watch Nesson through ESPN Plus, which is fantastic. Which is no intermission or anything, but just the broadcast. Yeah. I get so I get the guys, but man, I don't I don't get like news on them well the only reason i i figured you would have heard about it was because one if you did watch the game you probably would have been like did he really just say that and then the other one the other one was because it kind of got a lot of heat after the fact so for what appears to be no reason whatsoever during the broadcast he he basically just goes off on pat maroon for being fat he literally is like, yeah, he was he was two something in training camp, and I'm sure he's eaten many pizzas since then, and this and this and this. like completely out of the blue, not really necessary comment to be made, and of course in the day and age of of everybody cancel everybody, Jack Edwards was getting a lot of heat for that. Um, Pat Maroon kind of took it in the best way possible, and he went and donated some money to like a a local charity for whatever it was. I don't know. I don't want to say exactly that it was like, you know, body dysmorphia or anything like that, but he, he donated the money in Jack Edwards name, (laughs) which is hilarious. (laughs) And also what a great way to like, just be like, it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm doing this in spite of you. Hasn't Pat Maroon won enough titles? What are you doing, Jack? Well, and that's the thing is, you know, he also did say his teammates love him. He's a very big part of this team. He's won three championships. So, you know, that was sort of Jack's side of, like, I was making a joke. Obviously, it didn't hit. I also, you know, sang his praise a ton of times, and he does all the time. You know, he he definitely doesn't like Maroon as a player, but he respects what he's done and what he's won and all of that. So, I don't know. I just had assumed that you had heard about it, but it was just super random. I was like, why? What? what even was the point of that? Oh my God! Uh, wait, so is this why Gritty was holding up a sign yesterday that said "Thick and Tired of All This Body Shaming"? Yes. 
<laughs> so I, I got a kick out of that with no context. I expect you <laughs> to go like, and listen to the soundbite after this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. I heard him talking a lot about Pat Maroon. I don't remember the. I don't remember the pizza comment, but. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Yeah, it was it was wild. I don't, I don't know what he was thinking, but whatever. Um, that is uh, classic Jack. Yeah, he looks old as hell. He's looking older and older as they go. And and I've Daniel actually noticed. Like, Daniel's like, I like this guy. We were watching the game together. Yeah, he's like, oh, I like this guy. I was like, dude, that's Jack Edwards. He used to be, you know, Sports Center. All the shit. He's in the Last Dance. Just telling him all this. Stuff. He's a wild man. He tries to get canceled by cities nationwide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but he but in saying that it was on the two of them, him and Brick, like in the pregame thing, right before the puck drops. And uh I was like, Jesus, he's just like old all of a sudden. He's like, been like no, slurring no. his words recently too. And he literally I swear to God, he admitted he he essentially admitted to being drunk on air the other night. What a legend. He literally oh. said he he was stuttering over some something he was trying to say, and he said maybe I had one too many light beers before the game. If you have cancel culture <laughs> coming after Jack Edwards, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> we're gonna lose him. Definitely, we're gonna lose Jack Edwards because people are the Pat Maroon thing. Oh, we're we're screwed. We're screwed. It just, I think the fact of, like, the whole thing was just so out of the blue. It just didn't make any sense as to, like, where did this come from? Do you, I mean, maybe, yeah, he's just making a joke. He's trying to make a joke and it didn't land. But, like, it just was so, so weird. Yeah, he was having, like, four beers before the game. <laughs> yeah. He's writing down his jokes of what he, who he can bag on. Yeah, yeah. He's, pizza comes out for the person he's sitting next to and he goes... <laughs> Pat Maroon, too many pizzas. I mean, when you when you've been doing this job for so long, you gotta you gotta get tired of just like saying the same thing over and over again. And he probably is literally treating it like he's a comedian. He's just doing a bit. Yeah, especially because he's been so poetic. Like he's bored with how poetic he is towards calling a game. Right. Like like Jack Edwards is poetry. He is. He's pure poetry for calling a game. And see, so now he's trying to be comedy. Yeah. I'd agree. He was bored. He's bored with poetry, and now it's time to be comedic. And my guy needs some. Needs to hit those mics. Got to <laughs> yeah. hit some open mics. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> he should be ripping open mics every time they're not. Uh, you know, every, every time the Bruins don't have a game, he. <laughs> I could he see him as a, as He can a hit open up. mics on the road. Yeah, you know, yeah. Get different feel for like, you know. Then it would probably prevent some of these cities from trying to cancel him. If he had done open mics in Buffalo, he'd know that you can't call them a burning dumpster fire. They get offended. All he does is just go out and do crowd work in different cities. That's it. <laughs> he goes up there. He's like, so, <laughs> so I got canceled for staying pet maroon ate a bunch of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, he's, just, he's just like imagine this is the situation in a hockey game the bruins are playing the montreal <laughs> canadian oh whatever god we're gonna lose jack that's sad but no nah, i i don't know I, I mean he came out and made a statement today about it blah 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 but i don't know if it actually i don't know if people are pursuing the like let's cancel him or if they're just like what is your deal Everybody's been trying to cancel. I'm just forever. saying this is a relatively tame comment. Sure, this is, this is this is a joke that I truly believe it's a joke that fell flat. He's body shaming a professional athlete, and it's a hockey player, not like you know, 
there's fat pitchers. I like fat leads personally. And like, I'm not trying to be mean with that, but like a big guy who doesn't physically make sense being successful at a major four sport. I think that's a great thing. It's very entertaining to me. Not to mention, I mean, he made a 30 second comment in a 60 minute game. Like it went by like that. And people are like, I, you know, I don't think that he put as much thought into it as people thought he did, you know? Yeah. I think it was like a, wet fart of a joke that failed and he was ready to move on and it's <laughs> he's living with it yeah <laughs> i bet after the game he was like i'm li- really okay he probably Damn. yeah he probably didn't even think twice and he didn't think that that was going to come back around no he was surprised he said of a lot worse stuff i'll say to, that in the past said, that's, what, that's my thing yeah that's my whole point is that that's why i'm saying we're going to lose jack edwards is because if he's going nationally viral over this fake fat shame of Pat Maroon, just just listen to any game, right? <laughs> like, there's something in there that you can cancel him over. Oh yeah. Know? So we're gonna lose Jack Edwards. It's sad. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong too. But I, to be honest with you, I really like the last couple of years of listening to him and watching, like when watching the games, I've really thought that he's gone downhill so much. Like he can still call a game, but he slurs a lot. He has a lot of weird pauses, like he forgets about stuff, which is not, which is very unlike him as in the past. So I was like, I can't imagine that he's going to stay that much longer anyway, because every year there seems to be something where people are like, he's super annoying, he's a homer, he's a this, he's a that, he said this thing we don't like. That that at some point they're going to be like, let's get some some new voice in here. Um, he's he's slowing down anyway. He's done it for so long, and this, this, and this. Um, to be honest with you, I was kind of surprised because I think he was pretty vocal about them not allowing them on the road after COVID until like somewhat recently. So I I thought that they were going to let him go then when he was making like pretty public comments about it, but obviously not. Um, and we'll see. I mean, obviously he can't do it forever. So I would always, I would be curious about who's going to do it next, you know? Like, do you remember yeah. when they switched off? I, I love the Homer aspect of it. I really do. Well, that's kind of the I, point, I find right? That entertainment. I find that entertaining. I think. I think it's arguable that it can be a point. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think it's necessary for every local team. Like, I don't think you need the Homer guy, but if you have it and it works, like I find it endearing when I see other examples of it across the nation. Is that why you? Like, do you what? find that? Do you feel that about Zolak? Or do you not get to listen to him very much? I don't listen to him too much. Yeah. And I think I can't I can't listen to Zolak when he's not calling games, you know? <laughs> he's just he's a lot for me outside of yeah, yeah. what he does what he does as a, a a color guy. Right. And he's yeah, he's he's good at what he does. It, it works, but 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 Zolak I wouldn't I wouldn't say Zolak's bad at what he does. It's just not for me. You he's a I mean? super homer. Yeah, super homer, and people eat it up and love it, and that's exactly what I'm talking about in this yeah. regard. I personally don't like Zolak. Uh, I don't dislike him, but it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put on the radio while yeah, I'm watching yeah. the game or anything for him. Uh, but you know, a lot of people don't like Scal. I like Scal. I think he says some. You know, I think Scal's a homer who likes to put the team under a very critical lens, and I think that's amazing, and it pisses people off. So like, you can't have it both ways. Like, do you want, 
do you want the Homer who's just all straight the way through or we have to get rid of Homerism in general? Like, I don't get that. And like, you're right. Cities come for Jack Edwards over his Homerism. And it's just like, what do you care? You don't get Nesson. You don't have to watch you don't this watch cast. The, yeah. <laughs> and if you have ESPN Plus, you're not stuck with the Bruins feed. You have the choice of both of the feeds. Right. Like, and if you have NHL, it's the same thing. Like, it's the, the homerism is just such a confusing thing. All these other things you want to get rid of him for, fine. Slurring, maybe he's drunk. Like, maybe he actually has a problem and he needs help, whatever the case may be, not to go like heavy or whatever. That's all fine. But like, the argument of homerism is just so weak to me. Yeah. It's like you're just in a market that's like boring. That's specifically you know? what like Nesson is paying like him for. Presentational. Yeah. And like that's 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 boring. And that's stupid too. Like like I think they Nesson trends in the right direction. They got Brick, who's a former player. They got Andrew Raycroft, who's doing like side ice reporting, but doing oh. it phenomenally and taking it seriously and like, you know, has the you know, he's got the podcast and everything. So it just like I like that. The the guy who played on the team who is kind of, you know, he likes his old team, but he's going to be critical of him. I speaking think that's the of, ideal guy. Speaking of that. But play-by-plays aren't that. I don't And I don't want a former player to do play-by-play. I'm going to shoot myself in the head. I've heard Scalabrini try. It's horrendous. Yeah. I was in the elevator the other day coming up from the garage, like back up to the ground level of, of the garden. Yeah. And... I was the only one in the elevator, and then it, the door opens up, and it's Raycroft, and he just jumps in the elevator. And I was like, oh, hey. And he was like, hey, what's up? And that was the extent of our conversation. But it was yeah. just like, it was so weird. It, like, it was one of those moments where, like, the door opens, and it's a person who you, like, you know as a player or a celebrity or whatever it is. It was just, like, such a weird experience. But, um, yeah, that happened, like, I think it was after the last game, actually. You should have been like, uh, so we've had your co-host on. <laughs> yeah, I almost did, to be honest with you. But I think uh, I think that that day will come at some point. I think so, too. But, yeah, like PJ. There's a reason PJ's brought on everywhere, you know? Yeah. He's great. He's great, and, he, and he's got a lot of love for the current guys and everything like that, but he's critical. And I just I think that's what – Everything needs basketball, football, NHL. But it, it's different with, again, it's different with play-by-play. If you don't have Jack Edwards, who do you want? You want some guy who just sounds like Kevin Harlan, sounds like any big play-by-play voice, doesn't bring his own yeah, like doesn't bring his own anything to the table? Well, I think what that's why want? Jack Edwards has been around for so long in on Nesson. Like, he would have been gone by now. But... Shout out PJ Stocking, by the way. Hey, Jack Edwards went national at one point. That's true. Lest, lest we forget, as we've already mentioned on this pod. Yeah. He was, and he was, and the nation didn't like him. We like him. Go away. And if you don't like him, to hit mute and listen to the, listen to the radio. <laughs> um. Anyways, we went we went far into the Jack Edwards. Uh, the situation there i didn't realize that we were going to go that far but i do want to say the bruins have been wearing the pooh bear a good amount of times recently and uh looking pretty good so far seems to be like you know their favorite jersey to wear i'm just saying i have a new favorite jersey which it's the winter classic okay let's let's talk about that is that is that for real i think so 
that's wow. just so me. I'm not gonna make an argument. It's the best. It's just very. It's the most me. It, it explain old. that to me. Like it's, how how so? It's got oldness to it. Okay. You know? And then boom, meth bear, center stomach, bang in. So it basically like mashes up every jersey that they've had in the Winter Classic so far to some extent. Where it's like the one at in Gillette. an improved way to me. Right. Like, I didn't like the first Fenway ones. The first Fenway ones w- were fine. Like I the, hated the B. Yeah. So they're wearing the B on the on the B. pants this year. That B from the first Fenway one. Well, yeah, and I like that's fine. And that's it's fine. it's the B in Boston on the front of the jersey. I don't know if you. I, can, I, I I don't. I just didn't like it in the. They put it in the center of the spoke. Yeah. I didn't like that. Leave I mean, the spoke it's alone or do it do its own thing. That was I, I uh, such a problem with it. I just hated how it looked with the spoke. Yeah, I mean, it was an original logo. The spoke so. is just such like a it. Yeah, but the spoke's just such like a rigid, like hard thing. Yeah, and then this is I, like here's a B that the ends go long. <laughs> well, Free I'm glad you B. like the New Jersey. I do. I'm a big fan. I mean, and but yeah, the Pooh Bear's been sick. I'm so glad I got there the first night. Uh, I need one. Um, What's wrong? So, do you have a take? I like, like it. I do like it. I really do. It's just, it's probably, uh, it's not my favorite winter classic. I mean, but but for me, it's really hard to top Gillette because that was probably my favorite Bruins jersey, like, ever. Um which is a hot take, but I I like that one a lot. I'm a big fan. And then the the one at Notre Dame was is just super clean looking, and the colors are nice. And you know we don't have a lot of jerseys with brown in them these days, so seeing that was kind of like a little. It, it was cool, and I'm I'm known to not like brown on the jerseys. Like I have a buddy, who, I have yeah, I have a buddy who's like, just give me an entire brown jersey and let's let's just do this. Let's just let's just go. And I'm all I'm against it. It's You're black for and gold and white, and that's all it. around all around the USA. People say that's the guy. I walk that's down the, the street every place jersey. that I go. That's not here, and they're like, that is that's the guy who doesn't like brown in his jersey. And I'm like, and I and I have to, I have to just like accept it, and I have to be like, yep, I'm the guy. But it just, it is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. Well, as a guy who hates the Cleveland Browns <laughs> and Deshaun Watson, nice. <laughs> that was what I was trying to get at. It just kind of went, it kind of went full circle there. Let's let's not only talk football, but let's talk a team that we. It's not even in Boston. Yes. Please. But yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you like it. Uh, I'm excited for the game. I'm excited to grab one of the jerseys. If you were gonna, if you were going to grab a player, who are you going to get for that? Uh, next up is pasta. I made the decision the other day. Okay, it's funny you ask. For for the winter classic jersey, either that or the Pooh Bear. Yeah. I don't. I don't really have a. Uh, you know feeling leaning either either way with that yeah i mean no matter what good choice either jersey pasta yeah. pasta is the way to go at this point like if you if you don't have one already then you gotta get one are you oh speaking of pasta are you getting as nervous as i am because remember what when we did 
or one of our first episodes. I think I said yeah, it was Yeah, where are like, we at? We should check in on your meter. I think I said what? I was about an 8 out of 10, or was I lower than that? Uh, I think I was 8 out of 10. I think you're 8. So now, I mean, we're a little bit, we're a little bit further than that. I'm like, we're a little bit further into the season. Um, So I'm about at like a 300 out of 10 uh, about on the nervousness scale. Okay. Yeah. I went up to a seven. This sucks. This all sucks. Yeah. It needs to happen. It also sucks. Uh, Don Sweeney. (laughs) Don Sweeney sucks. He's the great, he's the Grant Williams of the Bruins by far. Whoa. But worse. (laughs) He's the Batman of the Bruins. I like that you took offense to Grant Williams in that. You should have. <laughs> he that's that's not fair. What? To compare the two, I mean No, it's not. It's being mean to Grant Williams. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people listening to this right now are gonna agree with you. Um and I don't really have a, I don't have a leg to stand on in, in a fight here because I don't think nearly as many people dislike Grant Williams as I do. I think that a lot of people dislike the, the complaining and the whole Batman thing. It's like, why, first of all, why, and second of all, like you, if you were good, you can have a thing, but since you're not very good, you're not allowed to have like a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like screaming at female officials and running into <laughs> No, them. not that. That's not and, a thing. That's just them. something you shouldn't do. It's his thing. It sure is. Oh, all right. He loves it. Batman would never. Well, maybe they should let him put the mask on because, you know, Bruce Wayne of this world, a.k.a. Grant Williams, does it. Maybe we should get Ben Affleck on the Celtics. <laughs> You're going to say the podcast. <laughs> we should definitely get him on the podcast, though. If he, if you get the connection to Ben Affleck... um. Hit him up. Yeah, the paparazzi always gets him in Dunkin' Donuts. There's only a, there's only a certain amount out here. I'm sure I can stock it out. You could like buy a bunch of them and then kind of lay them out like, you know, like they like laid out breadcrumbs or whatever. You could do that and like lure him into a certain spot with, that with we like could lit cigarettes with like cigarettes and and yeah. uh, iced coffee. And Dunkin's and yeah. Dunkin' Donuts sugar packets. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Going off the rails here. <laughs> Uh, first place. Woo! What's the uh, for for those of you listening? We're recording while the Celtics are playing the Heat. So where are we at right now? Uh, it's the second quarter. The Celtics have took the lead, forty to thirty nine, and Olive is crying about something. She's a Heat fan. She's a huge Heat fan. <laughs> and it's honestly, it's, they've been winning a lot of the time. She's been crying, and it's just they. She hates these jerseys where you want to talk about jerseys these are the ones where it looks like someone sent them a ransom note of all of their old jerseys which wait which ones are these they're literally like cut up lettering and numbers of all the jerseys they've done in their history oh miami so like all of miami is oh yeah i'm talking about Miami. yeah i was like i don't remember this jersey at all oh no so all of miami it looks like a ransom note. I remember that one now. Each note, no, if it's a double-digit number, each one is different. Whoa, it's a little crazy. I like it's the concept, too, but it's a little crazy. I stood by them with the, uh, you know, the Miami Vice blue. I stood by them with the Miami Vice pink. I even kind of stood by them with the fusion of the two. I can't stand by them with these. These are bad. Okay, I'm out. 
Okay, fine. Nobody's I'm out on the heat. Nobody's jerseys. telling you anything differently. I had another conversation with Daniel the other day about uh, the NHL. We, we the same thing we've said. The NHL has won has won the war of, of jerseys. Jerseys, yeah. yeah. Like the ratio is inversed. Like the ratio of tight to not tight to really bad jerseys in the NHL is like a lot of very good ones and then it trickles off and the nba is the inverse where it's like a lot of really annoying new jerseys that all look like other teams and they always have them wear them like the bucks wore blue at the sixers and the sixers wore white so if you look if you, if you had it on that. tv from far away you thought yeah don't do that yeah you thought the bucks were the sixers nba like, don't allow that to happen did allow it like they allowed it they they did it they scheduled it upon um, themselves. So you know I'm a hockey guy, obviously, but let me let me throw let me be devil's advocate here for a second, and 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 say why I think that the hockey jerseys are better with an unfair advantage. So hockey jerseys look awesome because they get the full kit of everything else, and yeah, I know that the basketball gets the shorts that match the jerseys or whatever. But when you add a full kit, it really changes the jersey. Like to me, the the Winter Classic jerseys were were fine, and then when I saw them with the entire kit, with the socks, with the pants, they looked even better with the gloves. And then same thing also goes with hockey jerseys have full sleeves. Like it's really hard for me to care about a basketball jersey. Like if it if it's not very good, they can't make it any better. By making it long sleeve, actually they make it worse. Remember the Celtics gray jerseys or silver with the the short sleeves? I hated those jerseys. Yeah, those were horrendous. Yeah, those are infamously the worst Celtics jerseys. But I think that ever, literally ever, I think hockey jerseys really help with like you know obviously long sleeves and and uh it's a it's a jersey it's a it's a full like long sleeve. I don't know. I feel like it's more room for error. I guess. I guess. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. But you're giving them even less credit. I thought. I, I thought I had a point, thinking, and you just thinking, crushed it. Thinking you're giving them more credit. <laughs> you don't even like hockey. I hate you it. Don't even, you don't even respect sweaters. I think we talked about this already. But did you have a favorite of all the reverse retros? Like, say, say you take the Bruins out of it. If that was your number one, did you have another favorite? I mean, I I really like thoroughly enjoy a lot of them yeah uh but i thought i thought i wanted to shout out the two teams that have no retro like i thought for a lack of history for both the kraken and the knights i really enjoyed what they did with that dude the vegas glow in the dark was is insane it's insane they look so good they look awesome yeah uh i think arizona's are cool uh i it's pretty upsetting how chicago and detroit are the same like that's like the worst of it uh i'm a, i actually like powder blue so i even like the canadians ones and i, I i've i've never found someone who agrees with me on that i like the um, the panthers one and that's powder panthers, blue as well. yeah. yeah yeah the panthers one yeah so unfortunately those are similar again but yeah no i like a lot of them man uh, yeah i think a lot of them are very very tight yeah i was a big fan vegas florida and then I thought I- la could have done better I don't know, man. I thought that was super clean looking. I I love that crown logo. Like it's awesome, but um, it is. But aren't they? What color are they? They're they're white with uh, purple and gold. 
Oh, okay. Never mind. Maybe I'm thinking of last year's because I feel like last year I went to like the all silver out of them, and I was just their best thing was the purple and gold. No, nah, so, yeah, yeah, this one's I, awesome. Maybe I gotta I gotta look at these again. Yeah. Then. A big yeah, fan no, of the Washington the, uh, ones too. That's just their best color scheme in the history of it. Like I wish they'd go back to it full force as a team. Who the purple, the Kings? Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, I like every iteration of those jerseys. I think are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of really cool ones, and and I think that the the NFL also oversaturates the jersey market because they do so many for each team. So it's like there's less cool things about it. And usually when it's... And yet it took 10 years for us to get the Reds back. Well, to me... To get the, Patriot back. It's crazy. Yeah. And also, I don't get why you can't rock the Reds with the Pats look. Like, we had versions of that. We had a Color Rush version of that. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Either way. I, you know, I'm buying jerseys. You know that I know that you're gonna grab either the Winter Classic or the Pooh Bear, or both when they become like somewhat reasonably priced. So, yeah, and I won't hold my breath for when that will be. But yeah, I look. It just sounds like next year is gonna be a pretty sick clearance year. Yeah, and I think Pasta's safe to assume I'll, he'll still be around. I hope so. Uh, I mean, I mean, jerseys on the rack wise, not right, uh, right, right. Yeah, don't I don't want to tap into your uh, level three hundred. Stressing fear. me out. Yeah, man, also, what's gonna happen now? Now I'm worried about what's gonna happen to you on a back to back loss, dude. You don't want to see me. You won't like it's me when I'm angry. I don't, I don't want to record with you. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope it happens at a different time. Well, I just so speaking of that, I was and looking at. The, I totally want to record with you when you're having a meltdown. That'd I was looking at the schedule right and. There's about from now until the middle of January, I believe, two games on the Bruins schedule that I will not be at. Home and away. I'm not just talking about home. I'm talking about home and away. In the end of January? Middle of January. That's fucking sick. So I'm not going to go to the Colorado game. Okay, I'm not going to go to the Colorado game or Vegas, but I will be at Arizona, New Jersey, Ottawa, um, and then the West Coast run, and then the Islanders. That's that leads us to the middle of January against the Rangers. So I'm fully aware that I have an issue and I have problems. So you have to go to New York. I do have to go to New York. Yeah, you got to keep it going. You got to make it to February. I cannot okay. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make I can't make the uh, the Florida or Carolina trip in January. I cannot do that. <laughs> I cannot do that. I know I have issues, but it's it doesn't go that far. Oh man. Um I'm I'm seeing the Celtics twice in a row next week. Oh, they're out there they're they're at the Staples Center next week? <laughs> yeah, they're at the Staples Center. Nice. Cryptocurrency's dead. <laughs> yeah, so because the Lakers are so bad, you get I would imagine that our ticket price is reasonable this year. Well, I have been lucky. Our friend Jesse, uh, for Christmas, is taking me to the Clippers game. Okay. And then my good pal, who's a big Lakers fan, who's like the reason I go to most of the Lakers games, he's got uh, like four four club seats uh, that are at center court. Those are great. Went to the Nets. uh, I, I talked about how I went to the Nets Lakers game. Uh, earlier this year 
but he he also has two floor seats, and I've never sat in the floor seats. Like courtside? Yeah, right behind the basket on the floor. Dude. Uh, but next week I'll be sitting in floor seats for Celtics Lakers. I'm, wow. I'm. Uh, it doesn't feel real yet. I don't really want to think about it until I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I don't know how I'm gonna handle it, handle that, but uh, that's that's a thing that I get to do in my life. Well, I'm very 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 grateful <laughs> and excited about that. We'll see you on TV. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a little tricky, uh, but I'll explain. We'll have another episode before I do. Before yeah, I absolutely. Do it. It's not... <coughs> but yeah, that'll be cool. We'll have some cool content from there. Yeah, and um, we'll probably record an, an early episode next week because I won't be here um, on our typical day that we record Thursday or Friday, uh, or typically Thursday. But so we'll have to record early. So hopefully we get some some more Bruins wins over you know this weekend, Saturday, Monday. Two tough games, man. Colorado. And then Vegas, I mean, those are those yeah. are two of the toughest teams that there that there is right now. I'm excited for the test. Yeah, you've been saying your favorite thing to say all year about our terrible power play issue is is this gonna go is this gonna go over well against Vegas? I don't want to find out. Even if we get our ass kicked, I just don't want it to be because of the box. That's right. all I ask. I agree. Let's let's see it. And for both, you know, for both games, for all of the tests, for all games going forward, obviously, but especially, yeah, this is a test time. This is yep. big. I get to say, and then Bruins are here. F- yeah, and you're here first week in January. Pooh Bear jerseys tomorrow. We're, we're undefeated so far in them and at home. So let's keep the ball rolling and let's go for the for the Lanch for, for the Lanch. Yeah, for the Lanch. Denvy Lanch. <laughs> oh, I hate that, <laughs> dude. That is the worst. <laughs> I'll make some jerseys for it. I'm heading out to Denvy to see the the Lanch. Dude, Nugs and Lanch. Ugh. Going to back-to-back. The, it's a bummer the, the Rocks didn't make the big dance. I'd be able to do all of them. Oh, my God. It's, it's late October. <laughs> the Uggs. The Ugg. The Uggies. All the right. Uggettes. Well, let's, let's go. Gays. <laughs> if for the French. No. There, there are no French that listen to this. If you're, if you're, oh man, write in if that's wrong. Yeah, please do. That's what I was just gonna say. If that's, if that's wrong, <laughs> come after me for it. I want, I want to know. I want that to be so wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, go bees, go C's. Celtics got to pull out a win tonight against Miami again. I hope. Um. Yeah. Let's let's see where we're at with that. What's what's the next game after that? Uh. Yeah, that's correct, Olive. The next game is... Oh, hold on. It's hard to read my phone. I would imagine, like, on. Monday. Hi. Hello. I think it is Sunday. It is Sunday. Ooh. Lovely little Sunday afternoon matinee. 4 p.m.? 3. Mine. So, actually, so it's just 6 for you. So, it's not a matinee at all. It's just an earlier game. <laughs> uh... At the Barclays Center against the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, nice! So there is no there is no home game in between the Bruins' two next home games. That's nice. Yes. Sweet. So let's do it. Let's oh, go and right now. The Celtics are up four with two minutes left in the second. All right. Well, hopefully, when you're listening to this, you see that the score was the Celtics won by about 
Um, 60. Yeah. Hey, go uh, go USA tomorrow morning. Yes, absolutely. As you're listening to this, or maybe you already watched. Uh, World Cup has been fun. Qatar is a dark place. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. We're not a great world is what is really what I think. <laughs> you know, hot take. But so, you know, despite all the darkness around it, it's nice when we all get together for something. You know? Yeah, like all of us getting together to hate Kanye. Oh. Oh. Was it all?